Hi, I'm Bennett. I'm Ben. I'm Reed. And I'm Max. And today we're going to be discussing Fahrenheit 451, which is the dystopian novel written in the 1950s. Today, we're going to be talking about part two. Alright, so what do you guys think about the cliffhanger at the end of part two, where Beatty pulls up with all the other firemen up to Montag's house? What do you guys think about that part? Well, it sets up another part of the, um, it sets up another part of the book, and, like, the second part of the book, and shows, um, what could possibly happen in the next part. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like it, like, like, uh, makes, it, like, leads into chapter three. It's kind of like the separator. Uh, it's where, like, like, part two not only ends, but it, like, basically just, like, kind of switches, and the novel kind of, uh, goes on a different path. Yeah, yeah, I think I... it might be introducing our problem, you know, um, where this is obviously a big problem if he's going to burn his own house down, but I think it's a really good cliffhanger and it adds a bunch of suspense for part three. Yeah, I agree with Ben because uh, it's kind of like the switching part, you know, how like Beatty was being all nice to Montag and acting like they're best friends and then all of a sudden he pulls up in front of Montag's house and is ready to have it be burnt down. Yeah, yeah. and adding adding on to what Max said, um, I feel like Beatty actually did want, um, didn't want him to have that happen to him, have his house burnt down, but because he gave him uh, many hints over the course of the, um, over the course of really the book so far, that he knew that he had that Montag had books and was trying to get him to um to give it up. Yeah, yeah. I, know this, I know. I know this is part one, but I if you guys remember the part where Beatty comes over to Montag's house because he's sick, I think that whole situation there kind of gave Beatty a clue that Montag had done something and he kind of changed his thought process. And then he was acting weird and he asked the question like what would happen if a fireman were to keep a book and i think baby just got a clue about montag yeah i have a question for reed do you think Beatty is on montag's side or do you think he just serves the government i think um while he is friends with or seems to be friends with montag i don't think that he's on his side after um montag continue like, um, denies the, um, trying to, like, give up the books, because he, uh, needs them in his life. Yeah, uh, I agree, because he continually, like, uh, Montag continually disobeys what the government is saying, and I don't think that, uh, Captain B wants to go down that path with Montag, you know, he'd rather stay with the government. Yeah, speaking of staying with the government... Um, that leads into another topic, which is Faber, who has been alive for quite a long time, and he, he actually, you know, enjoys books. He was a former language arts teacher, and so I'm just curious to, as to what you guys think about him and their plan that they came up with in part two. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, Faber's like a really knowledgeable guy. Um, you know, he's been around a long time, clearly. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's just a really knowledgeable guy. So, uh, Max, what do you what do you think about Ben? Um, well, I think I think it, it's a good plan. Like they're trying to do the right thing and what they think of what they should be doing and not burning the books. It, it was a good plan to try to get like some intel about for favor to listen what like what Montag is going through and what all the firemen are saying specifically Beatty but um Beatty kind of knew Montag was a little weird so it it just wasn't executed as well as they wanted it to go yeah uh I agree with that and uh the what what was really interesting to me was it's how kind of like Montag is like two people just yelling at all like bullet times. He's Captain Beatty saying that, you know, books are terrible. You know, you shouldn't read them. And then you have Faber who really expresses his love for books. Uh, and kind of shares with So Montag. he's kind of just stuck in the middle of like both sides. Yeah. He doesn't know like which one's correct, which one's wrong, or, you know, what one's the actual right one to do. Yeah, and a bit of evidence from part one here, but um, Beatty actually expresses his opinion on books to Montag and says there's nothing to learn from them, there's nothing to teach, and Faber, yes, on the other hand, um, really opens himself up to books and lets them teach him, which I think is what you should be doing with books, um, and I think Faber has done the right thing in helping Montag. Reed, what do you think about yeah, I, that? Yeah, I agree with Bennett. Uh, you know, Faber's kind of not really put him under his wing, but, you know, he's really guided Montag. And it's kind of, you know, showed him around and uh, helped him gain knowledge. Um, and kind of, you know, Faber wants him to have that opinion on books, kind of share his opinion on books that, you know, books are a good resource. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, Montag's life has always been on yeah. the idea that books are a bad thing. And then once he saw it was at the lady's house and he saw what happened there, it kind of made him think different. And then once he met Faber, it kind of made him even pull more towards the other side to go with books and think about how they're good for you. So if I hear you clearly, Max... So you think that once he, once Montag saw the lady's house get burned down and how she would sacrifice her life for her books, Montag kind of realized there's something about these books, you know, and there's something that's really uh, hidden that the government's trying to hide from you about these books. Yeah, and then once once he talked to uh, Faber, he, uh, he, he kind of got more of an idea of, like, what books are like and why they're really that important people yeah i found it to be really interesting how people out there can actually like make the materials for a book you know how faber and montag they can actually get the materials for a book and this obviously means that some other people out there are willing to join them in their fight and risk their well lives to help them and 
help these books. Um, kind of like that lady, she went down with her books because she loved them so much. So that could be an interesting topic or something that explored in part three. Does anyone have any like predictions in part three of what's going to happen to Montag? Well, so in part three, obviously, Montag's house is probably going to get burnt down. And he's probably going to like have to um, hide from the government or maybe succumb to it. I mean, I don't know. He's probably he's probably gonna face a lot of challenges um, when like trying to testify because he's probably gonna go to jail if, because he's caught with books. Yeah, yeah I agree. So I have a question for Max. Um, do you think do you think he's Montag will like turn himself in, or do you think he'll go on the run and try to hide from the government? Um, I'm not really sure because. Montag's the type of person that can, like, fall under anyone's lead. Like, he'll he'll believe a lot of people. But I feel like after talking to Favor, he'll probably try to uh, stay stick with the plan and stay, stay try to find him and go, try, to, try to find him and execute the plan. Personally, I would like to see more from the government in part three just like who they are as people or are they robots are they mind controlled people i just want to see more of that because you know obviously when montag tries to defend himself from the government or if he's on the run i want to see what he's up against you know what is the threat that he's running from um what are all these people so afraid of yeah and uh, I think your prediction is right. I don't think these people are actual people like that run the government. I think they're like, I mean, like robots. That probably would be a good descri- description of it because we don't really know what, I mean, like we do know, but like we don't know who passed the law to get rid of books. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was some thing that had to do with like technology or something yeah and although we could talk about this uh this book all day you know we, we probably have to get going soon so uh bennett max reed anything else you have to say nope nope i'm good i think nope. we have discussed this pretty well all right we'll see you guys next time see ya